0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 985, air date October 16th, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayyadurai. It's Friday. And uh, many of you know that we've been doing a lot of videos over the past couple of weeks since I've been back on election issues, on election integrity issues. But today we're going to... um, share with you a very important piece of research that we just published out of our research uh, in a journal, and it's um, on green tea and its profound effects on reducing transplant rejection. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to wait for people to join us. Um, It's clear that, unfortunately, uh, Facebook uh, is doing a lot of throttling, unfortunately. They really don't want people to get good health information, particularly scientific information. They just want to push other nonsense. And it's really sad uh, that I have to even discuss this because you know Mark Zuckerberg's wife claims that she's an MD, but she's conventionally trained MD, which is really about pushing drugs and pharmaceuticals. So they don't even like uh, a MIT PhD with a degree in biological engineering to really share information about you know uh, evidence-based research. But that's what we're going to be doing today. So I want to welcome everyone. Uh, good afternoon. We have people coming from San Francisco, uh, Sacramento, Arizona, Wells, uh, Kentucky. Oh, Kenny from, uh, Romney. Uh, good to have you guys. So let me, um, I also have, um, I think John, can you take over it?
1: Um, I think you have to give me the ability to
0: do. Oh, okay. Hold on everyone. I'm going to see if I can give, um, John here the ability. So it'll free me up. It's okay, John. All right. Um, so let me, um, uh, welcome everyone. We got Nebraska, Missouri coming in. So let me share my screen here. Okay, and there we go. Okay. So we're going to uh, have a, uh, a a detailed discussion on green tea and transplant rejection. That's what today's talk is about. Um, many of you know that everything we do is done um, through the auspices of VA Shiva and if you want to learn more you can go to vasiva.com right here and uh, uh, you can understand a little bit more my journey to um, this video and where I came from but I've had a deep interest both in innovation as well as politics as well as science and health and that journey is what brings me here today because we take a systems approach Uh, the invention of email. Uh, Email is basically a system. That's what it was, and uh, it's not electronic messaging. Email is a system. Um, When I ran for U.S. Senate, we'll talk about this more, we really promoted the concept of that we need people to come together from a systems approach to understand the intersection of truth, freedom, and health, and so on. But you can go to vashiva.com and you can learn more. What you're going to learn today is the effect of green tea on transplant rejection. And I'm going to share with you today a major discovery that came out of uh, uh, my research work at Cytosol. Um, Some of you may uh, know that I still do work as a research scientist, but we're going to talk about the discovery that that we came across on how green tea, the mechanisms, the molecular mechanisms of action, how green tea actually reduces transplant. So, person A uh, gives an organ transplant to person B, right? Person B's body will typically view that as a foreign invader and reject it, but green tea reduces transplant rejection. We're going to talk about uh, the molecular mechanisms of that. And this research was just published uh, a few weeks ago in a very esteemed journal called the Journal of Clinical Nutrition. And it was just published there. And you can see I'm um, the main author with my colleague, Dr. Thuniker. And um, the, the title of the research, as you can read, says Bioactive Compounds in Green Tea may improve transplant tolerance, a computational systems biology analysis. And um, uh, this was funded, this research was funded by the City of Hope, a major research center. What's profound about this research um, that I wanna really emphasize is that this is uh, a very important piece of research because we're intersecting three different areas. First of all, we're taking green tea, which is a a natural substance, and all the different molecular compounds in green tea, which we've uh, understood. Then we're looking at a very complex um, you know, disease model, right? Or a phenomenon in, in, in the world of medicine called transplant and transplant rejection. And then we're using cytosol, which is an amazing technology that I created for my PhD work at MIT that I've been working on for 16 years, which allows us to understand how these compounds of green tea using the computer affect the molecular pathways of immunomodulation, which are involved in transplant rejection. And many of you know, I take effort and a lot of uh, work to try to make this, these concepts accessible to you. So you're going to learn um, a lot this evening. So um, that's what we're going to discuss. So fundamentally, what we're going to talk about is the fact that green tea has a profound effect in these papers in uh, uh, uh reducing the risk of transplant rejection. We're also going to learn what is green tea. We're going to learn the biological functions green tea um, has, uh, what health benefits green tea offers, and also how green tea affects the immune system. Some of this I've covered in a previous video, but then we're going to today focus on the green how green tea lowers transplant rejection. And we're going to also share with you the clinical findings on dosaging. That's what we're going to share. So that's today's video that'll be coming up. Before I go into this, Many of you know that I'm a big proponent of a systems approach to understanding how everything in the universe works, whether you look at your body as a system, whether you look at this technology called the computer as a system, whether you look at politics as a system, the world around us. So as a part of this, um, independent of my scientific research or actually coincident with that, I've spent a lot of time in taking the knowledge of system science and making it accessible to all of you. It took me about 50 years to create the curriculum. I teach at MIT. People used to pay thousands of dollars, obviously, attend MIT. But I've made this very accessible because I believe that you need to understand system science. And most of you are working people, so you don't have the chance to go to spend a lot of time. So every Monday evenings, I teach a class that I want all of you to sign up. You can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. But one part is the curriculum. We have a whole social media portal we've created for our students. And then we have activism. So it's technology, education, and activism. So I want to share with you what um, the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is, that I want you to be part of it and support it. And then we'll come back to green tea uh, shortly. So let me uh, play that video. And here we go. Oops, here we go. Let me share this video right now on the... Uh, background on the truth, freedom, and health movement. So here we go. Loud, our country. Oops, wrong video. (laughs) Uh, Let me remove that. Sorry, here we go. Please bear with me. Here we go. So this will give you a whole idea of the truth, freedom, and health movement. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline shiva va shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth freedom and health you deserve through education technology and activism i hope you become a truth freedom and health warrior scholar today thank you all right everyone i hope that was helpful so let's go back to green tea that was really A video to encourage all of you to become truth freedom and health warriors um and and the purpose of that is i want all of you to really take uh, you can go right there to take a systems approach in understanding life nature everything around inside and around you so and that is the approach that we take when we um analyze anything from a molecular systems approach so let me just jump right into this um so when we look at something like green tea what we want to recognize is that the, the aspect of green, green tea that's uh, interesting is that um, it's considered nature's antibiotic in some ways, and you'll see because, quote unquote, antibiotic, okay? Uh, so we don't get in trouble with some of the, um, you know, the traditional definitions, because I look at it much more broadly of its effects on the immune system. It's been used, um, uh, you know, for over 4,000 years in China, It's a most consumed beverage after water. That's what's interesting. It's produced from the fresh leaves of Camellia sinensis. That's the Latin name. And the major medicinal benefits of green tea are attributed to, you're going to understand, catechins and the amino acids. Catechins are the key molecules in green tea. It's one of the most widely researched, I would say, natural products out there. You can see it's got 36,907 research articles as of Last night, you know, Uh, people have conducted over 1,400 clinical trials, as you can see, and over 211 years of medical research. So, think about that. Um, That's um, uh, years of medical research, more than some countries have even existed on the planet. Okay. So, an incredible amount of wealth of information has been done on green tea. Now, what we do at Cytosol, the technology that I created, allows us. If you wanted to really understand the effects of green tea, you would have to read all those 34,000 papers. But with Cytosol, we have the capabilities to go across that knowledge, extract out from the relevant curated papers what we call the mechanisms, and using those mechanisms, so we take all the papers, we extract out the relevant ones. In this case, we're looking at green tea and its effects on transplant rejections, and then we're able to extract out the molecular mechanisms, then mathematically model that, to get, as of this point in the history of where science is right now, to get a holistic systems-based understanding. So that's what Cytosol is capable of doing. And a little bit about Cytosol, so you understand this power of this technology, is that it has this ability to do this uh, analysis, but it really came out of my interest many, many years ago, going back to 2003, when I was really realizing that the entire pharmaceutical industry is basically going bankrupt. Okay. And this is something many people don't understand. Pharmaceutical sales, um, Pfizer, for example, lost close to 30, 25, $30 billion over the last 10 years. Why? Because look at their process. Uh, As many of you know, when I talked about the election systems process, well, pharmaceutical companies have this very medieval process. The way that they discover anything is, first of all, they can't really do discovery of more than one chemical compound typically, right? By and large, they're finding a synthetic compound in nature, and then they test it in a test tube. So in a test tube, maybe they'll put a bunch of cancer cells, and they'll test all different kinds of these compounds. And there's around 60,000 compounds. And if they see some effect, they'll file for a patent, okay? Patent life is for 20 years. Well, this itself may take like two years to do. Then they'll go kill a bunch of animals for three years. So now three or four years. So now this entire process, the in vitro is in a test tube, the in vivo is in an animal. This takes six years. And after this period, they may then go to the FDA and say, hey, we think we got something that can help humans. We've killed all these animals or we've tested on animals It didn't kill too many of them. We want to now file a paperwork with the FDA so we could go do research. That's called an IND, an investigational new drug. And if they get that allowed, then they go into phase one, which means they maybe test with 50 humans, phase two, maybe a thousand, and phase three, like 10,000 humans. This is the entire pipeline. This process takes sometimes 13 years, $5 billion. And by the time the drug comes out, seven, 15, 13 years later, they only have seven years of patent life left. So what this means is drug companies have to sell that product for a very high amount, and more importantly, that product can have side effects and people can sue pharma companies. Remember, the jab has no uh, real regulations. It's a biologic, it's not considered a drug and you can't sue the big pharma guys. So therefore, uh, pharma guys who've been tanking because of this process, as you can see in this diagram here, spending more and more and more money on R&D and even the FDA is not allowing new drugs. So this is a problem pharmaceutical companies have, a very medieval process. They're frankly losing money. And this is why pharma companies need the jab. We can talk about all the other reasons for the jab, but I can tell you the big elephant in the room is pharma companies are losing money big time. They need the jab as a way to uh, make their money back, okay? Because there's no regulations, you can't sue them, et cetera. So um, when I created Cytosolve, I naively thought that these guys would want to use Cytosolve to reduce that timeline, get rid of all the stuff that was horrible, that would hurt people. But in fact, we work with a few pharma companies. Uh, Pfizer, for example, early on, wanted to use us to mathematically model lupus. And we did that for them. And then the the guys who were really smart, suddenly that entire group disappeared. Uh, We've worked with companies like Alnylam, where they were spending hundreds of millions of dollars on killing animals. And we figured out a way that they could uh, not do that and get through stuff faster and cheaper. But the point is big pharma companies really don't want uh, to do anything significantly different because they're making so much money. So I was very naive, but my real interest, as many of you know, is natural products. Now, natural product companies on their side, there's a lot of people who are selling snake oil. They're as bad as, big vitamin is as bad as big pharma, two different things, right? Meaning they're putting all sorts of junk out there. They don't even know what works, how it works. So cytosol was a way to help us figure out, because typically if you eat an herb, like uh, drink green tea, there's many compounds. How do all those compounds interact? Well, you need a technology to do that. So cytosol was created to do that. In fact, when we did the research on green tea, we used cytosol, that was why this paper that we published is so profound. So I wanna share with you, so you get a little bit of better understanding how cytosol actually works because it's extremely important because it's a, it's a revolutionary technology. Um, a number of you have asked to actually work with Cytosol in a couple of different uh, ways. We have some very good people out in um, uh, the Caribbean. They want us to look at bay leaf, which started looking at from some of the videos we did. But let me really share with you what is Cytosol, and then we'll come back to green tea. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright Scholar, a scientist, technologist and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my 7th birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT as I traverse academia over the next three decades I observe self-serving academics never solving real problems writing grant after grant competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant but the parts they delivered a dismembered view of reality I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes killing animals and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practices this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age with gurus and yogis empowered by Hollywood celebrities selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003 when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one size fits all medicine was a failure We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created... Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity for example we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation but how much should we combine current methods are hand-waving at best here with cytosol we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar next we add just five micromolars of curcumin the inflammation drops to 0.05 next we use five micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06 but when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of three micromolars of curcumin and two micromolars of resveratrol inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03 far lower nearly 200% less than just one compound alone that's the synergy principle of system science we've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science they think we'll simply keep buying their marketing their celebrities and their products that can never truly heal us we don't need them great things come when we integrate the best of things it's our Time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. All right. So that gives you a background on systems biology. Um, again, I recommend everyone sign up for Truth, Freedom, and Health because it is a systems approach that's going to really give us a real understanding of how even quote-unquote healthy products. I want to thank someone else here. Who is it? Um, V. Lauder, right? Can I bring this up? Yeah, V. Lauder said, uh, Super Chat is selenium water, best water to use with green tea. Side note is selenium water any good. Look, it's a great question. One of the things we want to recognize, one of the powers of, we're going to talk about, we talk about green tea. Look, everything, if you believe food is medicine and medicine is food, Uh, it's all about dosaging. You can eat, you can have, um, too much of anything, but at the right dosaging, things have very different effects. So, let me repeat again. It's all about dosaging. So, for example, in traditional systems of medicine, people used to give people very low dosages of arsenic if they had a health issue in the heart. In fact, if your dog has heartworm, they typically use a little bit of arsenic, okay? Okay. It's all about the dosage. In fact, low levels of mercury actually have profound positive effects on neurological function, okay? But it, when it goes above that, above a certain dosage, it can have harmful effects. So it's selenium water. You'll read one group of people saying it's, it's a greatest thing and another group of people saying don't take it. The reality is it's about the dosage. And the reason I invented Cytosol because everyone's body is different. What's right for you may not be right for me. So we need to get a little more uh, accurate in in calculating that. So that's what um, Cytosol is about. And the main takeaway from that for you is it's about understanding dosaging. So that's what we're going to talk about uh, today when we look at green tea here. So let me go back to it. So now that everyone understands what is Cytosol, um, I want to let everyone know that for years we use Cytosol to help a lot of the other, you know, health companies were putting stuff together. And about three years ago, we realized, hey, we had built up so many mathematical models. We had built up all these models of understanding how inflammatory processes work, pain processes. So we said, why don't we use Cytosol to look at all the potential nutrients out there to understand which compounds in nature could be really good for pain and discomfort and those kind of things. And so I'm pleased to report, and you, got, and I know everyone says, Dr. Shiva, you know, can you help us with these kinds of issues so we have typically helped others but this is the first time that we decided to use our technology to create something for everyone by the way you don't need to pre-order it's out there Um, but mv25 is a product that really addresses the issues having to do with inflammation and pain pathways and it's cytosol optimized so it's a proprietary band of bioflavonoids two very interesting bioflavonoids we discovered And as you can see, what we found is that as as we say here, um, the key here is that MV25 was formulated using Cytosol. We ran trillions of combinations of bioflavonoid dosaging levels. Someone just asked about selenium, but it's the different dosaging levels, computing trillions of molecular pathways. And that combination that we discovered is based on the latest science, which is uh, papers that were written over the last four decades. 96, you know, um, uh, across 68 major institutions. So what we've discovered with MV25 is a set of compounds and we've computed it versus you going to Whole Foods and you pick up a product and you say, hey, how did you come up with this? Someone said, well, my grandmother put it together. Maybe she did a great job, right? But we live in a world of modern science where people want more than that. So Cytosol has helped us really mathematically model all these molecular pathways from the known science. And one of the things we say here is, as the science changes, so will the formulation. So we're not just stuck because science is constantly changing. The product is certified clean. It's produced in the United States. It's GMP certified. And if you want to learn more, go to vashiva.com, and then you can go to shop and, and over here, you'll find my books and this is the product and, it's, and you can find MV25 there. So we've had... Tremendous. I mean, when I first offered it, we sold out very quickly. So we just ordered 10,000 new units. Um, And so very excited about this because this is really for you to understand that there's a very different way to approach health. We want to take a systems approach, very different way to understand election systems. We want to take a systems approach. And when you take a systems approach, you always want to improve things. So with MV25, as the science changes, we're going to improve it. Okay? Okay. So please go there and check it out. And we use the same process to understand green tea. So when we looked at green tea, we first of all wanted to understand what it's composed of. Green tea is composed of caffeine, 4% of it, right? It's got minerals. It's got amino acids. But look what it's got a lot of, these things called polyphenols, 36% by dry weight. It's got a bunch of these minerals. Potassium, calcium, magnesium, fluoride, chromium, selenium. Someone just asked about selenium water, zinc, cobalt, and nickel. But it has these very important amino acids, L-theanine, which, so this is something important to understand. People always say, hey, I drink coffee and I drink tea. What's the difference? Well, coffee, you want to think about it, is high octane caffeine, okay? But when you're d- drinking green tea, you're getting this thing called L-theanine, which sort of has shock absorbers on caffeine, but we also have tyrosine, tryptophan, threonine, right, 5N, ethylglutamine, glutamic acid, serine, glycine, valine, leucine, aspartic acid, lysine, and arginine. Arginine, very important for cardiovascular function, anabolic effects if you're lifting weights, those kind of things, but green tea has a whole range of amino acids. And what I want you to focus on right now is these things called catechins, okay? It's not a bunch of cats, it's catechins, okay? Um, So one of them is epicatechin, which is this molecule here with a lot of hydroxy groups here. Then we have epicatechin gallate, ECG. We have gallic acid over here. And we have epigallocatechin um, gallate, which is EGCG, which you're going to see is one of the most powerful catechins. And then we have epigallocatechin EGC, right? So this is different than ECG. So you have these very five very interesting uh, catechins. So, so when you're drinking green tea, you're getting lots of different things. But what science has shown is these five catechins have uh, uh, the most profound effect. So you can go, in fact, and when you buy certain extracts of green tea, they will actually tell you. Sometimes they tweak it, tweak it to have certain catechins at higher levels. Okay but these are the catechins in green tea. Now, what are the biological effects of green tea? Well, we've talked about this before, so this is a review for some of you who've seen the videos, but green tea has a number of very powerful biological effects. It's an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-tumor, that's what's called anti-proliferative, anti-thrombotic, vasorelaxation, anti-angiogenic. What that means, it stops angiogenesis, which means the vascularization of a tumor, okay? So what are the health benefits? Well, obesity, weight loss, right? Um, There are weight loss supplements, which will put in green tea, anti-aging, the antioxidant effect, right? Immune function, cardiovascular disease, liver disease, cancer, arthritis, diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cold and flu, asthma, depression, periodontal disease. Now, if you look at this, this is all coming from the research, close to 35,000 papers written over 200 years, okay? So if there's one, you know, um, ingredient, you know, one beverage is a very good beverage, but again, one of the things I recommend is when you're drinking tea, when you're drinking plants or using plants, you have to make sure that you're getting organic versions because whatever is in the soil, the plant's going to soak up, okay? So, obviously, organic does matter here. You know, you want to look at the source of where the green tea is coming from because. If it has a lot of heavy metals, you're also gonna get that in the green tea. So be aware of that, okay? The immune system. So, we, so now that you understand what are the compounds in green tea, let's step back and understand what the immune system is. One of the things I wanna to emphasize too, because we're gonna talk about transplant rejection, is remember this, and this will help you in educating your friends about the jab. Many people think that a virus is what kills you, okay? So we we're given this almost horror movie type uh, stuff from CNN and Fox News and the idiot Fauci that is oh there's this virus and it's like Godzilla or like a big crocodile that this virus enters you and this and this crocodile or this this Pac Man starts eating away at your uh, lungs or it starts eating away at your tissues and you start bleeding from inside so. We're given this horror movie effect of the virus attacking you and that it eats you up alive. This is what's not true. The reality is we have, as I've talked about before, six trillion cells. We have, you know, trillions of bacteria, right? 300 trillion different kinds of viruses all around us. We're a walking jungle. In fact, the human cells are a very small part of the jungle we walk in called the microbiome and the virome that they're calling this, okay? Okay. V-I-R-O-M-E. So the number of cells is relatively small to the number of bacteria and the number of viruses. So, you know, we coexist with viruses. We coexist with bacteria. So when a virus comes into us, what actually happens? What really happens, so it's a foreign, you know, agent coming in. And, you know, and that foreign alien wants to use your body to replicate itself, right? You know, we come to this earth and we... Use the earth to replicate ourselves, okay? Sort of the aspect of nature. So um, when that virus comes inside of you, it most viruses have a little home. Some of them like to go over to your heart. Some of them like to go over to your lungs. Some of them like to go to your spinal tissue. You see, they have different places they like to go hang out. Now, in a normal case, a virus tries to go there and bore into you, into your cells, and tries to replicate itself the normal immune system, if if your immune system is strong, your immune system will unleash a a response and it has a various immune system response. Now, the typical model of the immune system that goes back to 1915 is this this two box model. Pathogen comes in and you have your innate immune system, okay, um, which will release cells, a bunch of Marines to try to take out that pathogen. And if this fails, then your body will move to the adaptive immune system. This is called the innate immune system, which will try to create a targeted sharp, uh, a bullet to take out that pathogen. That's called an antibody, okay? This model of the immune system goes back to 1915, and this was the basis of the creating the jab. The jab said, okay, you're gonna get this pathogen. I'm going to give you a dead inversion of the virus, so your body will create these things called antibodies, okay? That was the basis of the jab. Now. What we want to talk about is in 2019, I gave him a, 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 an important lecture at the National Science Foundation. I said, I said, this is actually not true. The immune system is far more complex based on modern science. We have the interferon system. We have the microbiome and the virome. This is all the stuff in your gut. Very, very important that we're finding. It's very important to take care of your gut. Just to give you an idea, my great-grandfather, one of my earliest memories I have in the village when, I mean, this guy was 90 used to still go work. Late in the evening, you know, he used to have his rice and he had a a barrel, a wooden barrel out there. And before he went to bed, he would take that rice, leftover rice, he'd put it in that barrel and add like seven times the amount of water and he'd cover it. That would ferment. In the next morning before he went to work, he would drink that rice water. You know, it was fermented. I'm not saying it was sake, but it was fermented and that would support his gut microbiome. And then he'd go work. And then he came come home, but he was, you know, he was very fit. He died when he was uh, about 100. But he worked, I remember, when he was up until 93, working out in the fields. But the gut microbiome that you're looking here needs this support. The microbiome, because it's the, uh, all the bacteria and, and the viruses within you. So the innate immune system is not just the one part of the It's not the only thing or the adaptive, but we have the interferon system. which which is the missing link. We have the microbiome, we have the neural system. This is really the modern idea of the immune system. So if you look at the typical immune system, when a virus, uh, so your innate immune system, that's this part right here, when the innate immune system's there, um, the innate immune cells, and by the way, your innate immune system has all different kinds of militia. It's got macrophages, NK cells, right? neutrophils. So, one of them are these things called macrophages. And what macrophages do when they see a, you know, infectious agent, they try to surround it and then they try to eat it up. Okay, that's the the first phase of the immune system. And then they present the remnants of what they're seeing. So, if this is the uh, virus here, they present the remnants right here of that virus. So, for example, in the case of the coronavirus or outside the coronavirus is the spike proteins. So the in a typical case, if I sneeze on you and I have COVID, right, your body will try to, uh, your, your macrophages will try to get those uh, spike proteins and present them to your uh, T cells, as we're seeing here. And those T cells then will then create antibodies, okay? So you're seeing an example here. Here's a virus coming in, okay? these are we're looking at the end uh, your epithelial cells in your lungs for example so this virus comes in and what you're seeing here is this is the innate immune system and eventually as this virus is being quote unquote digested right the cd4 t cells um uh, they differentiate into two kinds of cells th1 and th2 and the th1 cells promote the activation of the cd8 t- cytotoxic cells so the CD8 cells try to take out the infected cell, and the Th2 cells promote B cells, and the and the and the B cells produce the antibodies that target the infectious agent. So you have the early virus response, which is the innate immune system. We're not talking about the, all the interferon system, but you have a set of reactions that take place through the T, T cells. Ultimately, the B cells are the ones who create the antibodies. So next time you see this virus, it takes it out, okay? Um, the interferon system is another part of this, which, which Fauci will never talk about because he either doesn't know about it or he does, and he wants to keep people blind about this because not only do you have the innate system, not only do you have the system that creates antibodies, but there's another system called the interferon system. And the interferon system is critical to your um, function of your immune system because the interferon system It literally is the system that constitutes the line of defense between your innate, and it is extremely important because it creates an antiviral environment. In fact, recent research shows that the interferon system upregulates thousands of different genes. It's got interferon alpha and beta, and these are critical to support your innate and your adaptive system, okay? So the net of it is our immune system is not just this two box model, going back to 1915, which was the basis of the National Vaccination Act, but the reality is the immune system is much more complex. We have many, many different secondary systems, and the notion of natural immunity can be re- significantly affected if you understand all these subsystems you have. So let's talk about transplant rejection. So once you understand this, what happens in transplant rejection? And What I'm going to share with you is when a virus comes into you, what is your body trying to do? In the normal case, your body will sense that virus, try to take it out, the interferon system will kick in the the adaptive immune system will kick in your your microbiome is involved, and your body will figure out how to handle it. you may get a sniffle or you may feel a little bit um, uh, you know groggy, may get some sneezes but if your immune system is strong, you're actually going through this process of taking out that virus. I recommend highly to people listen very carefully. When you look at the range of the interferon system when it kicks in, it's anywhere between 20 to 30 minutes of viral infection, and then it's got another 72-hour period. Right when you feel that something's coming on, you have to use your intuitive mind. You really need, and, and, and if you weren't taking your vitamins and you weren't eating well and you weren't getting enough sleep, you have to make sure right when you feel you know, your throat ache, or you feel the sniffle, you have to... Hit You have to hit your body with the proper nutrients. If you wait longer than that 24 hours, you have this window to really beef up your system. So I tell people, this is a regimen I follow, okay? Right when I feel something coming on, the first thing I do is I will take literally a bulb of garlic, okay? Very powerful, okay? The sulfur compounds in there. I'll chop it up, put it in a little bit of ghee or butter. You know, don't kill it and I'll make literally a garlic toast, but I'll eat a ton of garlic. I will take about 4,000 milligrams of vitamin C. I will do high-dose vitamin D3. If I haven't been getting enough sun and I've been inside and I haven't been taking my vitamin D3, I'll do anywhere between 20,000 to 40,000. I use a vitamin D3. Plus, I'll take a doubling amount of vitamin A. I will also take quercetin, and zinc. Quercetin is an ionophore. Allow allows zinc to go in to stop viral replication, okay? Drink tea, right? With the honey and lemon. That's a protocol I use. And in fact, people said, Dr. Shiva, why don't you package it? We may do that, okay? But you have to do it right when you feel this. In fact, there's a homeo- homeopathic product out there called Zycam, where you can literally deliver um, zinc right into your nasal cavities because that's where you can stop the viral replication. So, But you got to watch your body and you got to listen to it, okay? Because you can support the innate, the adaptive, and the interferon system if you, um, you know, are supporting it with nutrients. If you wait too long and your body's weakened, a friend of mine's very sick right now. He was traveling. He went and did a lot of work, right? He wasn't taking proper nutrients and now he's catching up, but he waited a little bit too long. But you got to listen. When you see uh, the sniffles or stuff, you got to hit it because we're all under stress right now with all this nonsense that's taking place. So you gotta take care of your bodies. Vitamin D3, which we've talked about. Vitamin A, which we've talked about. Quercetin, zinc, the iodine, the garlic, right? Uh, Fluids, right? Very important. And if you can really support your microbiome, very, very important. But you gotta um, watch your body because the reason I say this is going back to this diagram, the innate system, the interferon system, this is about 24 minutes from the time a virus hits you to around 72 hours. So you have a window. The sooner you're in touch with your body and you hit it, the better you are, okay? So now let's go to transplant tolerance. The reason I gave you that background is just like a virus is coming into you as a foreign agent and the virus is trying to go into different organs, if your body's immune system is in good shape, your body doesn't overreact and try to attack The organ where that virus is, okay? So if a coronavirus lands in your lung epithelial tissue, it's not the virus is eating away. Your own body overreacts, okay? Your body attacks itself. So think about what I'm saying. This is not that different than if, God forbid, you know, something happens to your lungs and you need to get a lung transplant. Now, when you get a lung transplant from somebody else, they obviously try to make sure that the blood type is the same, et cetera, right? They try to match, But when you get that lung transplant, your body's viewing that lung in many ways as a, in some ways, as a virus, as a foreign agent coming in. So your body is going to launch a immune response. All right. If that immune response is massively anti-inflammatory, pro-inflammatory, you're going to get transplant rejection. I'm going to walk you through this. Okay. So what we discovered with Cytosol that we published, again, to everyone listening, um, Cytosol and our research team just made a major breakthrough. We have understood, based on what people have seen in the clinics, people have seen people who consume green tea, we're reducing transplant rejection. People did not understand why. Using Cytosol, the same technology we just used to create MV25, a product which you guys can find online, um, we have understood from a research perspective what goes on. So I want you to follow this closely. So the green box represents transplant tolerance, okay? Transplant tolerance means your body can tolerate receiving that new lung. Now, transplant tolerance is supported by four different kinds of T cells, okay? Remember, those are in the adaptive immune system, okay? And they're also in other aspects of the immune system, but Th1 is one of those cells, Th, T cells. When Th cell, Th1 goes down, you get transplant tolerance. That's what the arrow means. When Th2 goes up, you get transplant tolerance. When Tregs go up, you get transplant tolerance. When Th2 goes down, you get transplant tolerance. Why? Well, when Th1 goes down, it's an anti-inflammatory. It supports this anti-inflammatory mechanism, okay? Supports Th1 going down. This mechanism right here supports Th2 going up, okay? Similarly, this mechanism supports Tregs going up, And this set of molecular pathways helps Tregs going up. So what you're seeing here is there's these two molecular pathways, which are anti-inflammatory molecular pathways. And ultimately what they're doing is they're supporting Th1 coming down, Th2 going up and Treg going up and, and this going down, this going up and this going up increases transplant tolerance, which means... Your body's got good shock absorbers, so when that new lung comes to you, you're not going to kill it and annihilate it, okay? So what our research discovered was these two molecular pathways, which influence the immune response of, as we're showing here, Th1, Th2, Treg, and Th17 to have an anti-inflammatory effect. So the key takeaway, and I'm hitting you guys with a lot, is that there are... molecular mechanisms which support anti-inflammatory response and those anti-inflammatory mechanisms affect four of these T cells in different ways which increase your chance of the transplant being tolerated, okay? That's the anti-inflammatory side. The other side that we discovered was the following. We also have pro-inflammatory mechanisms Which means mechanisms in your body which create inflammation. Okay, now if you now you want a certain amount of inflammation. Obviously, if I cut myself, I want inflammation. I want my white blood cells to go there to properly do inflammation. You want healthy inflammation, so you protect yourself. Okay, that's. But if you have over, if your body overcompensates, which is what happens with unhealthy people with unhealthy immune systems. Virus comes in the body, overreacts, right? And it starts hurting you. So the, and the pro-inflammatory mechanisms, you notice they are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we discovered seven of these pro-inflammatory mechanisms and their effects on these different T cells. So for example, you can see these, the two blue ones here, the green one here and the yellow pathways here if you follow the red here, they have an effect of increasing Th1, which increases transplant rejection. And then you have these pathways on Th2, follow the green here, which is this pathway here, affects Th2 going down, which also increases transplant rejection. And then we discovered these, these set of pathways here, okay, which lower Treg, which is done by this pathway, follow the purple here, okay? And this lowers Treg, which also uh, increases transplant rejection. And then over here, this one, two, three, this pathway here, four, and this pathway here, five, affects Th17 increasing, which also affects transplant rejection, okay? So what we have fundamentally discovered is the pro-inflammatory pathways and the anti inflammatory pathways, which have effects on transplant tolerance and transplant rejection. Okay. Now, so simply put, cytosols, very powerful technology, looking at all the research, was able to identify hey, there are these two pathways which have an effect on anti inflammatory effects on the four T cells. And then there are these other uh, six or seven pathways which have a negative effect on increasing inflammation. And they have a a opposite effect on those four T cells, which increase inflammation and increase transplant rejection. Okay. So that's the first thing we discovered. Now, how does green tea work? Remember I told you about those catechins. Well, the catechins from green tea modulate the immune system through their anti-inflammatory properties. So when we say modulate, the best thing I can think about is Imagine you had a car and you didn't have shock absorbers and a car that has shock absorbers. You hit a pothole, the car can take it, right? You don't bang around and hurt yourself. If you didn't have shock absorbers, you can't modulate that bump, okay? So, similarly, catechins from green tea modulate the immune system through their anti-inflammatory p- properties. Green, catechins from green tea exhibit antimicrobial effects, L-theanine, if you remember, is one of those amino acids that promotes proliferation of the innate immune system. Very important, the first part. And green tea compound alleviates asthma sy- sy- symptoms through smooth muscle relaxation. So again, it modulates the anti uh, and, the, and the inflammatory process. So just to give you a, a, a quick analysis here, here's L-theanine, that molecule. So L-theanine promotes a proliferation of the gamma delta T cells right here, and that results in an, in, in supporting the innate immune So This is good. This will support your innate immune system, which is antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal effects. Okay, very good. Then EGCG, remember that's that catechin that I went over, very powerful catechin, EGCG. If you go and look at commercial products and you go look online, they'll typically tell you what percentage of the extract of green tea has EGCG, okay? So now EGCG, the way EGCG works is it, it works through two, in the Th1 cells, which are those T cells, it stops NF-kappa-beta, it stops um, AP1. These two are not good molecules because they will actually upregulate these molecules here, TNF-alpha, IL-6, MCP1, and IL-1-beta, which are inflammatory uh, uh, and this really, this, essentially, these molecules lead to what we call the cytokine storm. If you may remember, when the coronavirus was coming out, people who had weakened immune systems, their body was overreacting. They didn't have those shock absorbers. Again, build your immune system, okay? So you saw what we see here is EGCG modulates these so you don't get the cytokine storm. So EGC inhibits nf kappa B and ap one thereby mitigating the cytokine storm. EGCG also does something else. Um, there's a, uh, as you notice, there's an enzyme here, which, uh, which uh, 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 is necessary for the activation of the pro-inflammatory TH1 cell. Remember, TH1 is pro-inflammatory. So guess what EGCG, it, it knocks down IMDPH, which is, which is an enzyme that's use, used to activate the TH1 cells And EGC blocks that. So you don't want this. EGC does a good job in blocking that. Then finally, EGC has antimicrobial effects. So over here, you can see the antiviral mechanisms of action, okay? EGC inhibits the virus from binding to the cell surface. Very, very important. Remember, the virus wants to attach to your cell surface, take over your immune system. So EGCG stops that. EGC also has an antibacterial effect. It, it blows up, essentially disrupts the membrane of bacteria, as we're seeing over here. And it, uh, and it basically serves to um, uh, destroy the DNA of the bacteria, so they can't replicate. But EGCG also has an effect on disrupting the membrane of fungi. So it's antifungal, right? It's antiviral, and it's antibacterial, all right? Theophylline, another important uh, element in green tea... Uh, for people who have asthma, they've shown that this actually, uh, when you get, you know, when you have, uh, uh, you know, the vasoconstriction of the bronchial tubes, that's what increases the severity of asthma. So, you know, the bronchial tubes get uh, constricted, uh, Theophylline actually opens it up, it dilates them. So the theophylline from green tea relaxes the smooth muscle, ASM cells in the bronchial tubes and that relaxation of the smooth muscle cells reduces the severity of asthma symptoms, okay? So now, what we're seeing here is, I want you to follow this. So remember, we said transplant tolerance. So what we discovered is that EGCG, okay, uh, which is that green uh, uh, little, I want you to follow this, the green ball, epicatechin is a yellow ball. So guess what happens? EGCG and epicatechin, remember there are these two pathways which affect transplant tolerance, okay? Because they're anti-inflammatory. So EGCG and epicatechin, the blue, I mean, sorry, the, the green and the yellow balls from green tea upregulate the production of antioxidant enzymes such as heme and GSH glutathione and NADPH right here. So they are actually supporting this pathway, okay? And what this does, what our discovery showed is affecting this pathway increase, affects this pathway, which lowers Th1. You don't want Th1, right? And it also increases Th2. You want more of that. It lowers Th17, right? Which is good. And it also increases Treg. It does everything that you want. This is why it's improving transplant tolerance. Meanwhile, EGC gene, this pathway increases Treg. You want more Treg, you want more Th2, but you don't want Th1 and you want to lower Th17. That's what's beautiful. So the key takeaway is that green tea is affecting two very important pathways and it's doing what you want it to do. Green tea is literally lowering Th1, it's lowering Th17, which are things that are pro-inflammatory, okay? And it's increasing the anti-inflammatory, uh, the, the mechanisms that increase anti-inflammatory effects, TH2 uh, cells and T TREP, okay? This is why green tea from our analysis is supporting transplant tolerance, but it also does something else. So this is a positive thing, but guess what it also does? It has the other side effect on the pro-inflammatory mechanisms. So wherever the green is here, so you see it show up here, 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 here. It shows up in all seven pathways. Green tea is inhibiting, inhibiting the pro-inflammatory mechanisms. Epicatechin is doing it here and here, and gallic acid is doing here. So the bottom line is green tea is on the one hand, increasing the anti-inflammatory mechanisms, reducing the pro-inflammatory mechanisms, which lead to, uh, which, you know, with with the pro-inflammatory mechanism lead to transplant rejection, but green tea is going and blocking those. So in some ways, green tea is an all-around athlete. It's going and supporting the anti-inflammatory pathway so you get transplant tolerance, and it's like a good um, blocker. It's blocking those seven mechanisms which increase inflammation, and it's, it's reducing those pathways so you get reduction in transplant uh, rejection, okay? So the net of it is, this is a very profound discovery because we're able to explain at the molecular level. So simple diagram is, you take green tea, the EGCG, the epicatechin and the gallic acid, these three compounds. So on the one hand, it promotes anti-inflammatory mechanisms. Awesome, right? So even if it did this, you should be happy, right? It promotes anti-inflammatory mechanisms, which leads to transplant tolerance. And guess what it does? Green tea inhibits the pro-inflammatory mechanisms which lead to transplant rejection. So you're basically getting a left hook and a right hook, okay? The left hook is the anti-inflammatory effect leading to transplant tolerance. The right hook, it's inhibiting the pro-inflammatory pathways, reducing transplant rejection, okay? So I'm very proud of this research, and the reason all of you should get excited is this is one, you know, we've done a lot of papers with cytosol, but this is one of the most powerful papers because we're showing that we can use Cytosol's engine to look at a very complex herb like green tea understand all the compounds and then use it to understand transplant rejection which is a very big clinical thing transplants are going place in a occurring every day every hour every minute all over the world and this was funded by an establishment institution the city of hope so we we are showing even those people the conventional people who may not want to accept the power of these kinds of natural products, that it does work, but we're using systems biology. So this is where we can win because from a systems approach, it's not conventional. It's not about East or West. It's about finding that what works, it's going beyond East and West, okay? That's why this is powerful. So just look at this diagram, right? So green tea molecules, EGCG, epicatic, and gallic acid, Inhibit transplant rejection, okay, because they are blocking the pro inflammatory environment. That's the left hook. And they're promoting transplant tolerance. That's the right hook, okay? So now I want to encourage all of you to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You can just sign up as a member. You can sign up uh, uh, just to uh, understand the science of systems. There's a book called uh, uh, System and Revolution. And you can also get access to a very powerful tool that I created. And that's for anyone who contributes 25 bucks. Okay. It's nothing. You know, we used to sell this tool for hundreds of dollars, but this tool allows you to understand your body as a system using, you know, engineering systems approach combined with Eastern systems of engineering, Eastern science. And what this tool is called your body, your system. And you can use this tool to understand your body in the space of your body as forces of transport, movement conversion like digestion and storage like your skeletal system and you can answer a set of questions and it'll figure out in this triangle where your body is that's a red dot where everyone's red dot will be different the blue the, the 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 black dot you answer a different set of questions and that'll tell you where your body is today so the red dot is where your body likes to be the black dot is where you are and then the tool will tell you how different products different supplements, different foods. In fact, it'll create a menu for you, tell you how you can bring, if your body's out of whack, right, back into where it is. It's a tool that teach you system science, okay? You can use it for your health. And that's in a, uh, and you can learn the philosophy, you can use the product. And I want everyone to do this for yourself. And furthermore, you're supporting our ability to do these videos, support it. But uh, you can do that, uh, but you can also become a truth, freedom and health warrior, and you get a lot more other tools. But when you use this approach, you can find out that every food in the world affects increasing transport, increasing conversion, or increasing storage. In the Indian system, we call transport vata, uh, conversion pitta, and storage kapha. So you can see green tea increases transport motion, right? Because it's got that caffeine in it. Conversion, it supports digestion. Very nice to have green tea, you know, after a meal, Okay. Um, and then it lowers kapha storage, so it burns fat. So you can see, even from the Eastern approach, you can see the power of green tea. How much did you take? I'm well, sure,
1: you're not sharing the slides.
0: oh, I'm not? Wow. When did that stop? Oops, I'm sorry. Let me go back. When was I not sharing it? From here, John? Um, uh, yeah. From here, right? Yeah. I think here. So I think I shared this, right? Yes. Everyone saw this? Sorry about that. So what I was sharing was, I want all of you at minimum to go at least um, learn how to use a tool, your body, your system, where you can understand your body from the Eastern approach or engineering systems approach, which I discovered from my Fulbright research, where you, I can, the tool will, you can a- answer about 30 questions and it'll figure out what kind of system you are. It's called your body, your system. And the red dot will vary in this triangle. Some some people will be here, here, here. And then you can answer a different set of questions. You'll find out how your body is not where it should be. The red dot is your target. The black dot is where you are today. And the, and the tool will actually calculate menus and f- help you figure out how different products and different supplements and different things affect you, okay? And I want all you guys, as I mentioned, to at least, right, go to truthfreedomandhealth.com become a warrior, but at minimum, get the book, get the tool, and it's, You I mean, it's it's beyond affordable, okay? And you're supporting our movement. Now, green tea, what I just shared, sorry, I didn't show the slides. You can see every food in the universe is a system. So every food affects motion, transport, affects conversion, like digestive processes, or affects storage or structure, like your skeletal system. And um, when you come to the Monday night courses, you'll learn more about this. But transport, conversion, and storage. So green tea also has that same effect. In the Indian system, transports called vata, pitta, is conversion and coffee storage. So you can see green tea increases transport obviously get caffeine it supports digestion okay the conversion element but it also supports fat loss you know you don't want too much storage it cuts it down all right how much should you take well how much should you take well maintenance dose you know 3 to 10 cups of brewed green tea okay you know i must drink probably what five cups a day you know i try to get organic tea for cardiovascular benefits you're looking at about 160 to to 2,500 milligrams of green tea extract. You can go on supplements and you can see wonderful products now out there. Please get organic, especially if you get these concentrates, but you can literally get the concentrated version of the green tea extracts, okay? For neuroprotective benefits for your brain, you're looking about 1,700 milligrams per day of the extract. For diabetes, which supports, you know, fat processing, you know, fat metabolism, 386 milligrams of EGCG, green tea extract. There are companies who will just give you the EGCG extract. And for the immune boosting effects, as Matsumoto et al. did in 2011. By the way, all of this, I didn't mention all the great research people have done. Um, it's about 580 milligrams per day of green tea extract, um, 378 milligrams of the catechins, and 210 Uh, milligrams of L-theanine, okay? So this gives you an idea what the dosaging. So in summary, green tea modulates the immune system, right? So again, it's the shock absorbers. It regulates the cells of the innate and the adaptive. It inhibits the cytokine storm. It promotes antimicrobial action. And it's a promotion of a bronchodilator. So if you have problems breathing, right? Asthma, it's going to relax the smooth muscle cells as we talked about. But green tea also modulates transplant rejection with, via inhibiting the pro-inflammatory processes, upregulating the anti-inflammatory processes, as well as upregulation of antioxidant enzyme systems. And again, um, I wanted to just let everyone know that we're very, very proud of um, this paper because let me tell you why this paper is important. We have to play in two worlds. As many of you know, I'm out there uh, fighting for truth and freedom, right? But when it comes to health, um, I have to be able to publish in the existing journal. So it's it took us three years to get this paper published. It's a huge feat because you have to submit it. Then you have to get rejected. And they say, this is not right. That's not right. So you go back and forth. This was like a mini PhD project. So, But it's a huge service for all of you because now you're really understanding from a molecular systems level why this works. And the more we understand why things works, it increases confidence. And we're bringing even our enemies, quote unquote, our enemies who typically don't wanna agree with us, they just wanna push the pharma model, but we're also making the people in the big vitamin world more honest because they just push crap out there, okay? So that's what I wanted to share with you today. John, is there any questions? What do we got, John?
1: Um, some other people are asking about, um, uh, like, um, uh, the green tea's effect on their own bodies. For example, yep. um, uh, Christine asked, "In the caffeine in green tea, she says it bothers her due to it being a stimulant. A stimulant, and she, uh, but she likes traditional medicinal teas like hawthorn with hibiscus."
0: Yes. Yeah, so, look, one of the important things we need to understand is um, everyone is different. Okay. Everyone is different. So what Christine is saying is if you have to ultimately use your own intuition, that's why I recommend everyone go to your body, your system, because your body, your system will help you figure out what are the right foods, right supplements, right things and how they affect your body. If you are consuming green tea and it doesn't feel right and you're seeing this right and you're saying, wow, it's not one size fits all. What we're looking at here is the chemical compounds in green tea. Let me repeat that, right? Green tea has many, many, many different compounds in it, okay? So depending on the nature of the green tea, some people, uh, some of the compounds in green tea may have histamine effects, right? Some people may not be able to handle that, all right? So not one size does not fit all. What we've looked at here is we've looked at green tea, we've looked at the catechins in green tea and the active components in it, okay? So, Christine, just to let you know, so you don't feel bad about this, um, you have to understand your own body, and you have to recognize that one size does not fit all. What next, John?
1: Um, let's see. Uh, t 42 is is another question about uh, an experience with green tea. He says that it makes his blood run cold and drives him to anaphylactic shock, and it wonders, and he's wondering uh, where he would wind up on uh, the... On the, the typing the person, your body, your system chart. Yeah,
0: you should go check it out. Look, it's very interesting because what what we're doing right now, cytosol is showing the molecular effects. Your body, your system is like a, a a Eastern approach to understanding. So we have cytosol, the molecular systems, the best of the West, and we have your body, your system, the best of the East. So you should go test it because if your body, if you're, for example, what's called the BOTHA, let me, in fact, let me, let me go to, Your body, your system. And everyone, by the way, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. In fact, let me go there so everyone understands what we've created for you guys, because I really want you guys to do this for you. So I'm going to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. So let me share this with the different capabilities we have. Where are we here? Okay, here we go. Okay, so if I go to truthfreedomhealth.com, what you'll see here is that we have, you know, you can, so you can join as a warrior and there's 15 different gifts people get. Okay. And you can go check all this out. You get the paper, you get, um, you can, you can get five other gifts. You can get certified. You can learn the science of systems. You can become part of an entire community. You get four different books. You get access to your body, your system tool. You get papers. It's pretty generous. Okay. For a hundred bucks. Okay. So Go do that as a warrior. Those of you who are not ready for that, you can just become a supporter. As a supporter, what you do is you get access to all the videos, you get access to the scientific paper, you get access to the book, you get access to this other gift called Your Body, Your System. And so let me go over to Your Body, Your System. So what is Your Body, Your System? So Your Body, Your System is a tool that I created out of 20 years of research where you answer a set of questions and it'll figure out who you are. It says know who you are using the system's approach. Then you can answer a different set of questions and figure out where you're at today, and the system lets you figure out, you know, how foods essentially modulate you. Now, one of the things is, if you're someone who moves very fast and you're a fast talker, fast mover, your red dot's going to be up here. If you drink green tea or caffeine more than one cup, you're you're already high. You're going to imbalance yourself, okay? Those of you who are down here, you may benefit from green tea more, right? If you're lethargic, et cetera. My point is that food is medicine and medicine is food. What that means is every food has an effect on transport, conversion, and storage. If you're already a transport and you move very fast, then obviously you take substances that increase transport, you're gonna imbalance yourself. So take advantage of this, okay? Because it took me 20 years to, it was out of my Fulbright research that I went back to India and I said, I wanna use system science to understand the Eastern systems of science. And I've made it very easy so you don't have to fly around the world looking for gurus. You can literally understand the best of the East and the best of the West using your body, your system. What else, John?
1: Someone is asking about the warrior program is asking, uh, can they piecemeal it like $25, $25 for the supporter stuff and then upgrade later?
0: Yes, you can do that. You can just join as a member, by the way. There's no cost at all, okay? And we give people five different gifts this and by the way all the contributions we get it goes to our data center all of the stuff runs our own infrastructure we don't use big tech as i uh shared with you earlier our goal is not to be relying on big tech our infrastructure is running and we're building a community we nearly have sixty thousand people so let me just share with you here oops um so you can become a warrior you can become a supporter i think you get six different gifts or you can become a member, absolutely free. Um, and you get access to videos, you get access to, uh, the paper, you get access to a whole bunch of tools that'll help you become an activist on the ground and educate others. Okay. And you can see there's a little chart here. We're not really here to sell, but people said, Hey, Dr. Shiva, can you tell us what I get for different amounts? So go take advantage of that. This is really about educating you, um, at wherever you're at. What else, John? Um, Kat,
1: Christine, uh, commented again she asked asking is system's health connected to your body your system
0: yes so when you get system's health you get 15 gifts one of them is um system's health you also get four different books i mean just to give you an idea i used to teach this course at mit i used to teach it all over the world uh, people used to pay me thousands of dollars um but i can't replicate i didn't want to be on the lecture circuit all day i wanted to make this accessible to as many people i've other ways of making money but we wanted Uh, you guys to contribute something. So you're doing it for yourself and it helps build our movement. Your movement, frankly. Yep.
1: What uh, else? Katarin says, Dr. Sheev, I haven't seen you live in some time. I just became a warrior today.
0: That's excellent. Good to have you. Okay. Yeah. We, let me tell you the reason, look, the bottom line is this. When you take the warrior course, you'll understand the science of systems and you'll understand the same science that is involved in how the body works is the same science that's involved in how the computer works. It's the same science on how election systems work or don't work. And it's the same science of how we build a movement. There is a fundamental science to every system in the universe. And my life journey has been about not only uncovering that science, but more importantly, making that scientific knowledge accessible to you. So you don't have to spend 50 years or 20, 30 years at MIT. And that's how we're gonna win. We're gonna win by recognizing that we're not gonna build a movement until it's a bottoms up movement that's founded in science. So maybe I should play everyone that video before I leave, John, what do you think? So any other questions, are we good?
1: Um, Fadi was asking, did you take the jab?
0: Did I take the jab? No. (laughs) No, I, I. look, the bottom line is I've never ever taken in my life, any type of, even a flu jab ever, you know? And I highly recommend to people to recognize, number one, one size does not fit all, okay? That's the first principle here. That's what your body your system will teach you. One size does not fit all. Number two, all of you have to get in touch with your own bodies. The Your Body, Your System tool that I created was, we created it because most people don't even know how their body functions, they're so off kilter it'll at least tell you where you are, where you should be, okay? And hopefully you'll build your own intuition. I mean, after a while, if you start eating the right foods and you finally start feeling great, you'll say, wait a minute, I ate that crap. Let me adjust it with this. Let me eat some more greens today, right? Um, And that's how you want to deal with your body. We all don't eat well all the time. We all have all sorts of different seductions in life. But if you can understand when I'm off course and when to come back on course, that's really system science.
1: By the way, we did get actually get one other super chat from Vladder. It sort of passed us by, but he is oh. a- asking, could we could one day in the future we get some insights on oral, chela- ch- oral chelation? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it. Oral right.
0: chelation therapy.
1: Oral chelation. If we want to flush out when we amass metals. Yeah. So let me tell you. You know,
0: a very good teacher. Of mine said something interesting. Oral chelation is where you're talking about if people have heavy metals in their body that you can chelate that out of your body, okay? Let me just tell one thing to everyone. You know, I typically will do a cleanse twice a year of some kind, okay? Fall and spring, very good times to do this. And it's very, very important to maintain your body, but you have to be careful when you do chelation therapies and these cleanses. The example I could give you is, let's say you have this building here, okay? takes two years to build this building. That's like your body, right? You build it up. But it one little match, okay, God forbid someone, you know, you're in a barn. And it takes, let's say, let me use a barn. It takes two years for you to build a big barn. And someone comes and lights one little match. Within seconds, they could burn down that whole building. Right, John? Mm-hmm. So when you do cleanses, you're actually breaking down your body, okay? You have to be very careful. Some people will chelate and they'll remove too many Minerals, that, good minerals that they actually need. So, my recommendation is that you do this in a healthy way. Green vegetables, a very good way of natural way to cleanse your body, right? Uh, some type of raw salads, a natural way to cleanse your body, okay? Green is good. Green vegetables are one of the most powerful ways to support body detoxification. Now, if you're in horrible conditions, obviously you want to take. Um, some other, I mean, there's various cleanses, but again, be careful. What else?
1: A bunch of people have been asking about Moringa. I think we've already done a presentation on that. Yes,
0: I did a whole um, video you can find on Moringa, okay? Uh, M-O-R-I-N-G-A. Just to let you know, when I was growing up in our village in India, um, in a hut where, where, the, where, the, uh, where the cows were, there used to be this beautiful Moringa tree. So Moringa is known as a tree of life. Every part of that, in fact, it grows in the most intense, hard conditions. You have the drumstick from the moringa tree. You have the leaves, very good. It has every amino acid in there. Uh, Even the World Health Organization said if there's one tree that anyone should grow, it's a moringa tree.
1: Uh, Robbie says, some say vitamin D3 is not good to take. Is that true?
0: Well, here's the thing, right? Um, Again, everyone needs to understand your body. The ultimate is you go get a D3 test, right? D D3 with K is important. Uh, Ultimately, look, I am a big proponent of get it in the natural way. What is vitamin D3? What is vitamin D3? Vitamin D3 is something that your body creates when you're out in the sun. So the ultimate way you want to get D3, you know, I'm not a big proponent of always doing supplements. But obviously, if you live up north, uh, as an Eskimon, you can't kill your whales anymore, right? <laughs> or you can't get blubber. You're going to have to get vitamin D3 somewhere, okay? And if there's, you don't get sunlight, where are you going to get it? That's why people uh, in, you know, uh, those Arctic cultures ate uh, blubber, right? Or they needed that vitamin D3. But if you, ultimately, you want to get it from sun, because when the sun hits your skin, your body will create D3, and then that D3 creates antimicrobial uh, uh, CAMPs, and antimicrobial protein. So sunlight hits your skin, your body creates D3. The D3 through a series of pathways creates these and antimicrobial proteins, which actually are antimicrobial. But if you if you're living in an environment where you're not getting it, and you and you don't and you're not willing to take the cod liver oil and other substances like that, then it's up to you, right? Everything has a risk reward and you need to be judicious on it. There's no, you know, one hard line on this. You just need to make decisions using wisdom.
1: That seems to be all I got for now.
0: Yeah. Michelle says better our opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Look, a lot of the quote unquote homeless people, very few of them had any of this COVID issues because they're out in the sun all day. And that's where we should be. We should be out in the sun getting our vitamin D3 juiced up, right? And then we're supposed to last during the winter, right? But if you, most of us, we were inside, we didn't do that. by the way, if your skin is dark like mine or even darker, you're going to need, you know, 10 to 15 times more sun, okay? To produce the same amount of D3 because I have a shielding here, all right? So what's unfortunate is the very, very stupid people who told particularly African-Americans and people of color to stay indoors, during the pandemic, and essentially you're compromising the immune system big time and never even told them about D3, okay? Um, All right, so I look forward to everyone. I want all of you guys to become truth, freedom and health warriors. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You're contributing to yourself. You're contributing to a global movement. Just to let you know, we're building our movement globally without freedom We cannot have truth. Without truth, we can't find out what's good for our health, science, right? And without health, we don't have the strength to fight for freedom or truth. So I'm gonna finish up with a video, but I really wanna encourage all of you to know we're not gonna solve the mandates issue with the jabs or the masks or the diapers. We're not gonna solve the issue with the election integrity issue. We're not gonna solve racism by, it's not gonna happen through elections. It's not gonna happen through the lawsuits. It's going to happen through a bottoms up movement, but you cannot build a bottoms up movement without understanding the physics. And and that can only happen if you understand the science of systems, the same science that moves your body, the same science that affects uh, er everything in the universe is how we're going to win. So I'm going to leave you with this video, but I expect to see all of you on Monday evening when I do my truth, freedom and health a warrior course. So I'll leave you with this video. Some of you may have seen it, but I've allowed our it. country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Thank this you. reality is what people need to wake up to And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four year old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change, bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to V.A. Shiva Victory America Shiva, V.A. Shiva dot com. All right, everyone, it was great. Sorry I was muted. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Uh, next week we're gonna do a video on beets, you know, the the root vegetable beets and its effect on cardiovascular health. And we'll be uh, if you want me to do anything else, please email me at Vashiva at Vashiva.com. But whether it be us talking about politics, whether it be us talking about our body as our system or green tea, the central theme is you have to take a systems approach. So please. Uh, Do this for yourself, sign up for the course, become part of the Truth, Freedom and Health movement. It is the only force on the planet that I know today. And if someone else was doing it, I'll stop doing what I'm doing. But it is the only force out there that is going to mobilize in a very conscious way, all of you to become leaders in your communities to build this movement. And you're not gonna get there without the science, the science of systems. And I'll tell you this, as I tell our people in our movement, the elites in power have trained their minions with the science of systems. And if you don't learn the science of system, it's like you have a bow and an arrow and your enemy's got a nuclear weapon. The science of systems is a nuclear weapon of how we win. So please take advantage of truthfreedomhealth.com. become a warrior, become a supporter, become a member, whatever you want to do. But we have created our own infrastructure to win. And we're only going to win by getting educated or you will be enslaved. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening.